we are Drunken Sisters Review, and we are going to review The Witches. The original one, not the new one, because it, as of time of recording, it had not come out yet. Yeah, we really so. wanted to review the new one. This was a movie that we used to rent from the Blockbuster. <laughs> All the time when we were kids. <laughs> Loved this movie. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. anything witches. Mm -hmm. Still anything witches, honestly. I love, yeah. I mean, I became a witch. <laughs> <laughs> But back to witches. witches. <laughs> yes, so we grew up on this movie. It was a big part of just our weekends or right. our holidays. Anytime we had a holiday with an extended time period off, mom and dad would take us to Blockbuster and we would pick out or at the, least a half a dozen movies. You know, as a kid, we still thought of witches as a kid's movie, and it kind of is. Yeah. It's but, also scary as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. In a lot of ways. Like the, the special effects and the things that happen mm -hmm. and the stuff they deal with, it's a horror movie at the same time. It's a children's horror. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know, if I had never seen it, there would be parts that even as an adult mm -hmm. were creepy as hell. Well, that's what we were saying before we hit record a while right. ago that uh, growing up, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, PG-13 was new. When we were coming of age, when we were seven and eight, I think, or maybe even younger. Right. You might have been seven and eight. I would have been like three or four when PG-13 came into existence. So before that, like, so, and even then PG-13 was such a, like... Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that when it first came out, the rules on it were... I mean, the rules on it are still pretty crap. If you look yeah. into what the rules of the ratings are, it's pretty BS, but... I mean, there's so many terrifying things that flew into that right. PG-13 category. And when you think of it, too, the 80s had a lot of, and I wish, they, and you are seeing it being brought back, but they had a lot of animatronics and puppets. Those things are really creepy. They're creepy. I mean, Jim Henson came up with some damn terrifying things. Who created the stuff for witches? Jim right. Henson did all the puppetry and, and, and stuff for the witches, but... It's, yeah, I mean, between Labyrinth and Witches and uh, Dark Crystal, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of scary puppeteering in the mid right. to late 80s. I think that the use of CGI can actually enhance the new movie as opposed to the old old one, even though I love puppets mm -hmm. and um, animatronics and all that stuff, because of little issues like when re-watching Witches... There's the mice. The mice that are mice and the yeah, mice versus that the kids. Mice are, yeah, yes. you can tell the puppet from the not puppet. And I agree. Like, there's a little bit of that. But I do believe that it's going to, like, so So it's probably going to end up being more silly than scary compared to the old one. Because mm -hmm. already seeing the little clips of their CGI mice mm -hmm. is a little more whimsical. It's a little more mm -hmm. playful. See, it's I haven't more... had that many experiences with what's coming up. I've only seen a little bit where I've... it's like the introduction of Anne Hathaway coming into the hotel. Uh, I've um... seen the preview, the full preview. Mm -hmm. And the full preview, like, it is only quick scenes, mm -hmm. but it's enough for I don't know if maybe it's because I do drawings and artwork mm -hmm. and stuff like that, so I'm used to breaking down the shapes of the image and all that mm -hmm. stuff for... For the emotion that it's evoking. Uh -huh. um, but the mice are softer. They're they're a little more playful. They're a little more cartoony feeling. Mm. They're still more realistic than those puppets. But they are drawn in a way that it's not as creepy 
as a lot of the imagery you get in the original witches. I didn't find the little puppet mouse Well, I don't find the mice creepy. I find the transition was creepy. Oh, the transition was very creepy. But I remember being as a kid, as a kid, and being like, that part scared me, and um, but in a good way, in a way that made me kept wanting to come back to it. I felt different about the transition because I was like, it wasn't just creepy. There was a grossness. To oh it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like for me, when something's gross, it's like eh, eh, okay, like it evokes yeah. the right feeling for the initial watching. But if you watch it anytime after that, you're like, I could see. see and that. then after that, like as an adult, particularly rewatching, because it probably been probably been twenty years or so since I'd seen that movie at least. I think I rewatched it when it first got put up on Netflix. I hadn't watched it in, like I said, probably about 20 years, and rewatching it, I was like, God, I remember being totally creeped out <laughs> by those transitions where they, you know, the witches take off their faces, right. and the, and they turn into the mice, and all that, and the, and the green smoke, right. Right? the green smoke, I hope it, they you have get, the green smoke. Like, I always one. wondered what it smelled like, because yes! it just seemed like it would be putrid, and part of that's the and, sounds, and, and, and the and, acting that went with yes, it. Yes, and I always thought it would almost have, like, a really, um, like, uh... Not so much putrid, but probably a brimstone court sort of smell uh, see, to it. See, for me, it made me think of Labyrinth and the Bog of Eternal Stench. Oh, so yeah. So I always thought of it as kind of a wet... popping. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if you don't know the anus in the Bog of Eternal Stench, then you haven't watched Labyrinth recently. <laughs> yeah. um, or at all. That's at like all. the thing that you remember. I forgot it? about that. <laughs> and then the, my daughters are addicted to Labyrinth right now. And so I'm like, oh, wow, that is legitimately just an anus farting <laughs> in the swamp. Okay. Um, <laughs> which you're like... This is so, like, early 80s, late 70s, where... Children's shows are just like, we're going to be, like, totally grown up about this shit. And, like, the kids are like, I don't get it. And grown-ups are like, holy crap. Right. <laughs> and I think you get that in Witches, too, is that mm-hmm. a lot of movies, they didn't want, like, it wasn't a big box office thing to, to aim at children as it is now. Like, yeah. you, you did not believe that you would make a lot of money off of children's stuff, so you made it so that children and adults could enjoy it. Right. And, well, you know, and, and uh, we were still in that period of time where uh, the children were expected to realize that the world could be a bad place. Like, nowadays, that's hush-hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, which I actually don't like. Um, in a lot of ways. I'm not saying that kids need to grow up before they need to grow up, but, like, when we were growing up, bad things happened mm-hmm. in kids' movies. Kids got hurt. Kids died. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was that was something that could happen. And you needed to know how to take care of yourself. You needed to know how to get home. You needed to know how to escape. You needed mm-hmm. to know all these things, which is such, honestly, a really traditional way of bringing up children when you look at fairy tales. You need to know how to take care of yourself and get yourself out of a mm-hmm. dangerous situation. Which so much of the time in kids' uh, content now, there's no bad things. All things end pretty. And even then, things still ended well in general for most of the characters. Right. But um, we were still growing up in that time where bad things happened to children. And you needed to be smart enough Mm -hmm. and brave enough to get out of it. And witches really sticks to that old mm-hmm. world thought. Like, it is, that's how the story starts. Yep. It's bringing in those stories 
that the grandmother's telling the stories of witches and this is how like, you may know a witch. This is yeah, how you get away from a witch. And it has that feeling of like <clears throat> telling a fairy tale at the beginning, but she's mm-hmm. actually telling that is passing down this knowledge, and yep. so you're getting the story of the kids who didn't escape the witches. Yep. And he's able to protect himself because Grandma told him the truth, you know, about witches in mm-hmm. this world. And he's able to recognize a witch the first time he sees one. And from there on, what he needs to do and how, you know, who to trust and who not to trust and, and how to take care of himself. And that's, I think, something that they could use a little bit more of. And I think actually kids like, in a lot of ways, like kids like... Knowing that in the end there's a safe place, I mm-hmm. think the stories need to end up someplace, but when there's danger and there's that reality that the world is not always a nice place, kids understand that, mm-hmm. and having that in the storytelling allows kids to place themselves in a dangerous world and how to cope with that. Right. And I think people think it's going to freak the kids out, but it actually helps them cope in a lot of ways. Right, because the characters cope. Exactly. So by putting the kids in are exposing them to stories where they can put themselves in the shoes of that character who has to deal with this problem mm-hmm. and copes with this problem. That it helps them build the the thought process to be yep. able to cope with bad things happening. Yep. I, I, I think I'm not a child psychologist. Right. But I think I think you there's a line. There's a fine line either way mm-hmm. where you're either doing too much like you're you're causing your child to have nightmares yeah, and to become over anxious about things, and there's also too little, which I think most people have fallen into the too, too little, little must protect must protect kids, my kid. From kids need name. to be kids. Kids need to be, and it's like yes, they need to be kids, but they also have to grow up to be adults. Right. They also have to be able to protect themselves. They also have to be able to think critically. And to and know that bad things situation. are going to happen to them and they're not mm-hmm. always going to get what they want and people aren't well, always going to be nice to them. Well, and also to recognize a dangerous situation yeah. to get out before it becomes dangerous. And that's something that even adults need to learn how to do, especially young women mm-hmm. in particular need to be able to recognize this mm-hmm. is not feeling like a safe situation. These are some weird warning signs. I'm just going to get out of here. And to be able to teach a kid that at a young age is really powerful. Right. But the witches, the original... Um, I'm also a huge fan of Angelica Houston mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in so many ways. I mean, I, I think The Witches was the first one probably where I, I fell in love with Angelica Houston and then Adam's Family came after that. Right. And I've loved her in so many other things right. that she's done. Like, I think she acts really well, but to a certain degree, and I think it's because she has a very distinct appearance most mm-hmm. of the time. She plays <clears throat> herself. Like, I mean, she plays her, like, this character, this this idea of her. Like, I don't know what she's mm-hmm. like as a person, but she plays, like you said, she plays very strong women. Uh-huh. But she, because she's so distinct and she's so, mm-hmm. I think she plays a lot, very similar characters a lot of times. So yeah. like Morticia, like the Grand High Witch, yeah. uh, like the High Priestess in Mists of Avalon. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, like, you, you feel like you're getting her, like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I honestly forgot where I was going with this thought. I did too, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm really interested to see the new one because mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna have to be really different from the original. Mm-hmm. One because the actors they got are so different than the original ones. Mm-hmm. Every last like I I don't I can't say for the kids because the kids are an unknown to me. Yeah. And the kids that were in the original movie I 
can't even think of anything else they were in. They probably were in other things, but I don't know. They might not have. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of young kids, a lot of kid actors back then would have a one-and-done situation yeah. with some movies. Uh, the grandmother and Angelica Houston's character and then her assistant, Bruno's parents, you know. Yeah. I, I find it, I like, the people we know that are going to be in the new one are already so different than the original people that it's it's... I can't imagine it being the same movie. Like, it'll have the same story, but it'll be yeah. so vastly different and at the same time. It just worries me so much because, like, the Roald Dahl uh, stories that we grew up with, uh, you know, you look at Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the original Witches, and, mm-hmm. and, and so many of them, I feel like they had such a distinctive vibe, and then we've tried to remake them, and it's different. They're always different. They're their own movie, but they're... I feel not like not as good in my opinion. They're this one too... might be. I mean, like imagery wise, it's hard to say with so little given. Yeah. Um, imagery wise, it looks like it will still have the proper feel of the story. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, it's not like for one, the original witches was done late eighties, early nineties. I think mid eighties. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because, like, when you're when it shows the grandma and the kid, those scenes, you're like, that's old. Yeah, and but then when you get, like, Angelica Ger- Houston. Like in, a, in a historic German town, and then they move, and then go Yeah, to when they get to the hotel, and, and they have Angelica Houston, and you're like, oh, well, it could be late 80s, early 90s, too. I feel like it was um, the early to mid-80s. It might have been. Um, it, it's hard to say. And, again, it has to do in part because I mean, Angelica Houston is ageless. We could this stuff, <laughs> but we didn't. Yeah, Angelica um, Houston was more or less ageless. Ageless. But, um, yeah, it, I lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the new one still has that feel to Like, it still right. has the potential, but because it's different actors, it's mm-hmm. going to be like watching a different movie. Like, it's a movie right. with the same storyline, but not the same movie. Right. And I think that's going to be interesting uh, to see. I think when I... When I Picture the the Grand Witch, uh, Grand High Witch, or whatever it's yeah. called. I do think Anne Hathaway has the potential potential to do a good job doing that, and so I'm I'm pretty happy with that casting. It feels like they had to have Americanized it because of the I choice of did. actors and mm-hmm. everything. Instead of being set in old Europe, it's going to be American. Well, I don't know though, because Angelica Houston was American. Yeah, but she, well, she's. She plays a lot of British characters, though, so she has... She might be British. Yeah, um, she's not... I'm pretty sure she's American, but she might... I don't know. Um, But, like, she does play in a lot of... Like, she plays a lot of British characters, and she's played in a lot of... uh, She's played in a few British productions. So, I don't know. Um, Isn't... I'm pretty sure she's American. She might be, yeah. Well, we talked about the practical effects. We talked about Angelica Houston. There's not a whole lot more to talk about because those are two most amazing things about that movie. But um, I think it's neat uh, in the sense that, like we said, it's it's one of those empowering things where the children defeat the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, they recognize and defeat the villain. They use the tools that they're and given. And the grandmother lets them. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not trying to demean their part mm-hmm. in the process. She always treats them like they are... Yep. functional individuals. Yep. Um, whereas, like, you see it with the other adults in the movie, 
they don't. They're like kids or, you know, like this is the way things are. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that are clueless about the reality of things at the same time. It's true. Yeah. They, and I think that's another thing that I think are, are growing up in the eighties and the nineties. A lot of those, uh, stories were that where the kids were those, the kids were the smart ones. They knew what was going down. And, um, you can see it, like, I mean, Goonies, E.T., mm-hmm. all of them. Um, but that's how, like, you had to have that for the stories to make sense. You couldn't have stupid kids that went on epic quests. And so you still get that now, but you're they're less kid. Like, you get less less where it's kids going through things unless you're doing, like, the Disney movie, and then it's overly... Yeah, you know, and, and there's certain things that they've come through, I think... It, I guess it just sort of depends, you know, if you're going to stick your kid in that PG genre all the time, that's what you're going to get. You're mm-hmm. going to get the kid who has to be helped along all the way, that the the storyline really depends on the kid and the parent working through things, which is a good storyline to have. You right. need to have that as well. Um, but I feel like in certain ways it, it eats at the dependence of children, you know? It's frustrating as a parent when your kid's like, I can do it! And you're like, but you freaking can! But But you you want them to do that, too. Yeah, I get so mad at my kid, even though he's young, but, like, Mm -hmm. there are little things that he's like, I can't do this! I can't pour my own milk out of the full jug! Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. Um, And if you don't start doing it, you never will. I was using the stovetop at your age. You can pour the fish in mouth. We have that discussion. I'm like, I had a key to the house. I cooked dinner, did laundry. I was seven. This is what it was to be poor in the early 90s. (laughs) So, yes, you can pour your own damn milk. (laughs) So, I'm going to cradle Jack like a baby while we exit. um, Because he's the most patient cat in the world. (laughs) Until he gets really hungry. In the end, in this really convoluted and dissociated conversation about the witches, the original witches, back in the day with Angelica Houston, um, we really, I think that was a big part of, of part of, a big part of part, a big part (laughs) of how we were growing up, um, Introduction to horror in a certain way because of, uh, I mean, Jim Henson can do a horror puppet like nobody's business. Right. Um, and uh, in that, that uh, security of, of that kids need to know that the world is dangerous and how to recognize danger and how to go away from danger, I think it's a big story. All right. And I line. hope we don't lose that in the new one um, yeah. because that does, like, with um, especially remakes of '80s movies, either they they downplay a lot of the danger mm-hmm. and the scariness and everything, and I'm sure that they'll probably make it look a little less creepy than than the original one did, just because I visually. I hope they don't, though. Not, okay, anyway, I, but, moving on. But at the same time, um, mm-hmm. I. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But Jack the other the way they go too. is they sometimes take it and make it too weird like they did with Willy Wonka. Um, yeah. And I I feel like the previews have it where it won't be doing yeah. that. But we haven't seen any of the transformations in the previews, so we don't know for sure yet. All right. And we haven't really seen, yeah, like uh, along the lines of transformations, we don't know what the witches are going to look like or anything mm-hmm. like that. So hopefully... They do a great job with the new one. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hope like I I want to like it. 
So because mm-hmm. of how much I enjoyed the old one. Yeah. And I even enjoyed the book. I remember reading the book when I was in junior high or high school. Yeah. So even though it's actually meant for a younger age, I remember eventually getting yeah. my hands on the book and being like, I have to read this because I love it. I want to get the whole collection for my kids. Roald Dahl's books, I think, held a lot for children. And the storylines, in any of their formats, even the weird ones, weird modern ones, have a lot of lessons that kids can learn from and really grow into. I think, go back to the old witches, maybe before or after the new one comes out, and do a little comparison on your own, because it's it's it, it's a story worth visiting, it's a mm. story worth enjoying and reminiscing on, or learning new if you haven't seen it before. And uh, and I'm I'm really interested in seeing what the new one brings and, and, and what changes they make and what stays the same. Um, and, and how it fits into the vibe uh, with the whole Roald Dahl world. Right, and since this will be posted on YouTube after the new one has come out, mm-hmm. please feel free to comment below if you think that it was good. Don't give away anything, even though like we already know the story. Don't give away anything unique to the new one. But tell us if you thought it was good, if you thought it was something that people need to see, yeah. if there was something that you really liked about it, if there was... Or if if it's the Maybe opposite. it turned out not so hot. Um, <laughs> so, like, feel free to give us your uh, suggestion as to mm-hmm. whether or not we will likely enjoy it or not. Yeah. we like to hear from you. Let us know. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Um, along the lines of our usual ending stuff, if you like this video, please click the like. If you want to see more videos like this, click subscribe. And if you want to be uh, notified when any of the videos we post on this channel get posted, please click the bell icon below. Um, We also have a Facebook page. I've been forgetting to mention it. Um, So you can follow it now. Right now we just post an update to let you know when the video's up. Uh, We might eventually start actually adding other things like pictures of stuff we're doing or whatever. and um please also like we said leave us some comments let us know what you think about what we're doing and just be nice be respectful we'd love to hear from you um and that is all i got so (laughs) um we are going to refill our cups and get to filming the next one for the following week um we will be talking about uh, the chilling adventures of sabrina next time So, um, hopefully you'll come back for more. Alright. Bye! Bye! I don't want to have to sit here and fight aging forever. Can I just grow old and fat and (laughs) saggy and be fine?